Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We're continuing our look at uh, Acts chapter 7. We're looking at verses 5 through 7, read from the New Living Translation. Stephen has been given the opportunity to uh, either deny um, that he's been blaspheming or he can um, justify it. So he chooses to stand his stand his ground, basically, and share his convictions. He is still uh, telling them in this section about God's promise to Abraham and God's warning to Abraham. Let's listen to Acts chapter 7, verses 5 through 7, read from the New Living Translation. But God gave him no inheritance here, not even one square foot of land. God did promise, however, that eventually the whole land would belong to Abraham and his descendants, even though he had no children yet. God also told him that his descendants would live in a foreign land where they would be oppressed as slaves for 400 years. But I will punish the nation that enslaves them, God said, and in the end, they will come out and worship me here in this place. Again, Acts chapter 7, verses 5 through 7, read from the New Living Translation. I am uh, uh, going to share insights, and I'm sorry for, for, for kind of stumbling here because this is a little difficult, and the insights are difficult too. But we'll share insights and uh, close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at MinutesWord on Facebook and Twitter. That again is Acts chapter 7, verses 5 through 7, read from the New Living Translation. And I am using Matthew Henry and Enduring Word. And I have to tell you, this has been a little difficult for me to grasp. So perfectly what I share, you will uh, can make heads or tails and understand it because I'm going to share it as simply as I can so that you can understand it. But anyway... Uh, Stephen is telling, he's still talking about Abraham and promises made to Abraham. And his emphasis is on the fact that God is everywhere. He's not just in a place. He's everywhere. He met uh, Abram Abram, um, when he was in uh, Mesopotamia and told him to, you know, get out of, get from there. And, you know, I'm taking you to, I want you to go somewhere else. And the, remember, the Sadducees, the Sanhedrin, felt that the temple was the, like, you know, you are, was this holy place, but God isn't confined to a temple. And that's what um, 
Stephen is trying to, you know, tell them that God is everywhere. He's, you know, he's not confined to one simple place. He's everywhere. But let me continue. He's omnipresence. Let me continue with the commentaries. Abraham was promised both land and descendants, but he didn't have any proof. He had to wait on God for that. He could only trust God for the fulfillment of these things. Uh, and these are things that only God knew beforehand. Uh, they, um, Abraham had neither inheritance nor heir, yet he was told he should have both. The uh, one was the land of promise and the other a child of promise. And remember, Abraham tried to fix it. Abraham and, well, Abram and and Sarah, they tried to fix and help God in the process by giving uh, Abraham uh, Hagar as, you know, and he he bore a child with Hagar saying, okay, this is going to be the child of the promise. But that's not what God told him to do. He, you know, didn't follow instructions as we do sometimes. But anyway, Stephen emphasizes that a relationship with, with God is, should be on the basis of faith and not outward evidence like the uh, like a temple or a structure so he's saying again god isn't limited to a building to a place even when abraham was in the land he was a pilgrim he didn't make an idol out of the blessings that god had given or promised him uh, this was a rebuke to the religious leaders that Stephen was speaking to because many among them had stopped being pilgrims and had made idols of the blessings of the temple and the land that God had blessed them with. And then he goes on to say his descendants would dwell in a foreign land in bondage, that they would be slaves and then one, several of the commentaries said that 400 was probably like a figure of speech. It wasn't anything that could be backed by scripture, but they were in bondage. They were slaves and they were slaves in Egypt. The uh, promise would not be easy or light for Abraham and or his descendants. Yet God promises to and had promised to judge the nation that put Israel into bondage. That though the people of God may be in distress and trouble for a while, God will at length both rescue them and reckon with those who oppress them. Stephen uh, is suggesting the idea that God knew how to take care and protect his people. He uh, rested in the assurance of that even before this council that, you know, they are um, enemies to him. Well, they treat him as an enemy, even though he is teaching uh, and preaching God's word. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word, and I pray that what I share today made sense to those who are listening, that they can go back and study it for themselves, and maybe they can get a better, a clearer understanding. Father, we're adding Peyton Hills to our prayer. He um, almost drowned trying to save his children. So God, we're praying for him. God, we're praying for all those 
anyone else who needs you in a special way. Of course, the needs are many. The uh, list is long, but you know what all the needs are, Father. So we are laying them at your feet right now. We're continuing to uh, pray for uh, Algeria. Algeria is a shining example of church growth in North Africa, and we thank you, God, for that. It is also a leader for uh, in for theological training and church development in the region, and we thank you for that, God, because we know that many have given their life and their life work to uh, make sure that your word is spread in uh, places around the world. We thank you that nearly all of the church growth has occurred within the Berber community. And um, we're praying for that community as they go forth, committed to spreading your word. And Father, it's, it says that secret communities of Arab Christians exist throughout the country. And Father, we thank you for that because we know that you know uh, people do have to protect themselves and even if they have to serve you in private and you know they are still serving you and we thank you for that father and we pray for christians that are there christians that are in prison we pray that uh, you protect them you save them you um, uh, meet the needs It's the best way I can put it. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.